Better late than never. Win, win, lose, lose. K-U-N-S-T-L-E-R.com. Jim Kunstler in his Patreon page. Mine as well. The Clusterfuck Nation Zodcast. Win, win, lose, lose. With the uh, Randy Newman lyric on Friday morning. They all hate us anyhow, so let's drop the big one now. The world is waiting to know, will Joe Biden bomb Guatemala back to the Stone Age for sending incursion of its very fine people across America's southern border? All of a sudden, borders are sacred again, you know. Of course, there's that old problem Colin Powell used to raise back in the Iraq War days of you break it, you own it. But hey, don't we already own Guatemala? And isn't it already sort of broken, Jim asks? Well, you can own a dog, say a pitiful, broke-down, half-lame, scrofulous, roomy-eyed, junkyard kind of old dog. And that doesn't stop the dog from taking a dump on the neighbor's property across the street. Anyway, the only thing Guatemala is dumping in Texas and Arizona is new voters. And that just means more democracy for us. A win-win, as they say in the cabinet room. Though Yamiche Elsendor might still want to ask JB at the next presser if he would risk the U.S. supply of bananas. We're having enough trouble getting auto parts, for Christ's sake. Such are the quandaries of U.S. foreign policy. Then there's a Shangri-La called Ukraine. Can anyone find it on the map? It's nowhere around here. Let's face it. Ukraine is not sending us any new voters or bananas. What good are they, Jim asks? You might argue, they exported the Vindman twins to America, win-win. They supported Hunter Biden's cocaine habit for six or seven years and paid the mortgage on the big guy's beach house. So maybe we do owe them. But then, it's said that Russia is working on Ukraine's border like a hungry bear at the edge of a sheep pasture licking its chops. Fork and knife in its fisted paws, napkin tied around its throat, visions of mutton-filled pierogies dancing in its head. The whole D.C. foreign policy establishment says we should take a few pot shots at that bear, teach it a lesson. I say just throw Guatemala over the fence, let the bear chew on that, including a few bananas for dessert. There it is, problem solved. Another possibility which the Joe Biden admin seems to favor a little is World War III. We couldn't lose that, could we? Jim asks. Well, at worst, it would be lose-lose, so at least nobody else would win. Would the U.S. be any worse off without New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, and a few more population centers teeming with homeless junkies, who rarely show up at the polls to vote, by the way? And if you ask, could they even tell you who's running for president? World War III begins to look like our silver linings playbook. London, Paris, and Berlin are not our problem, to be blunt about it. Even as you read this, Joe Biden is striving to explain his thoughts on these vexing matters, but he's talking out of his ass so much it's hard to tell whether he's setting forth actual policy or just breaking wind. Isn't it refreshing to not have to lead with COVID-19? It looks like Joe Biden's effort to change the channel is working. Even so, there is some interesting COVID-19 news, like the whole endless heartbreaking demoralizing episode is winding down. Whoa, that's a shock. What will Western Civ do without it, Jim asks. In the UK, Boris Johnson put a stop to all restrictions, mask mandates, and vax passports, just like that on Wednesday. Then France announced it would lift most COVID-19 restrictions in February, which is a little more than a week from now, for those of you who haven't mastered the new math. Then on Thursday, Austria's parliament voted to approve mandatory vaccinations for everybody in the country. Say what? Jim asks, leading the casual observer to wonder whether half of everybody in that country is maybe super pissed off at their government, seeing how France and the UK are going the opposite way. Let's be honest. It's getting laughable to seriously advocate vaxing up a whole gosh darn population when it's perfectly obvious now that the vaxes don't work and are making a lot of people sick with everything that can go wrong in a human body 
plus COVID-19. Are nations such as Austria and Germany not looking plumb insane now? Can the European Union endure such wildly contradictory policy among its member states and not make itself ridiculous? Let's just say the situation in Europe is in flux and events are moving fast. Summing up Jim Wright's here on the Cluster F Nation sidecast, here in our exceptional nation, it is lately discovered to the chagrin of the elite managerial class that the science personified by Dr. Anthony Fauci is not medical science after all, but rather political science. Ah, I see now why so much confusion has been sown over Dr. Fauci's management of the COVID-19 pandemic. If he actually represented medical science, he might not have killed several hundred thousand people in this country by withholding and suppressing effective treatments and promoting deadly vaccines. He might not have disgraced the entire medical establishment and half-wrecked the system it works in. But to paraphrase another eminent political scientist of yore, Joseph Stalin, while one death is a tragedy, a half million is a mere statistic. There's a science anyone can understand.